you go to a PWI, this PWI we'll call it Arkansas State University in Jonesboro, Arkansas. You start off in broadcast journalism, heavy focus on radio, am I right? You are right. All right. And then several years later, you star in your first short film. That is the story of Marissa Detner, who I have sitting right in front of me as we eat on a good plate. Hello. A good plate of Chinese food <laughs> at a food truck during this pandemic. Masks are on, six feet are separated, sort of. We're table lengths apart, but this is a close friend, little, so we good. We're good. Distancing, little social distancing. Yes, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about yourself? You know what? Dead batteries. You know, we really trying to get this podcast off, and the devil don't want us to be great. But, but we're I, here. I feel like what can go wrong over this plate of Chinese food? Oh, you know what? Preach. Preach. <laughs> we could be here all day. We could be here all day. So today, we are going to be talking to Marissa about her endeavors in acting and um, film theater we're also going to be talking how we got here but first first i gotta ask how's the married life you know what we are what three days in three days three days in three and days. i am feeling on top of the world though thank yes. you for asking any any, di- <laughs> any difference not really um just because i mean we've been together for like five years so <laughs> It hasn't really been much of a difference, and it was a small ceremony and everything. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Now you gotta you gotta walk us through saying, okay, we're just gonna get married in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, you, we can't just blow that over. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's it's very important. It's very important. So we got engaged back in October. You remember that mm-hmm. uh, back around uh, Focus Premiere time. Yes, and. Um, Back in October, we got engaged, and we were like, okay, let's wait until the end of next year. We'll do, like, a New Year's Eve thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then March hits. Pandemic, you know, all this COVID business, all of that comes around. And we are just kind of stuck, like, are we going to get to have our uh, wedding that we want? Are we going to get to have as many people there as we want and things like that? And we just decided that we're not going to worry about it. And we just decided that uh, we would just plan a small ceremony. We probably planned it in like a week. Um, we planned a small ceremony, got you know a few friends together, and we just celebrated our love that way. And I'm actually very glad we did it. So. Oh man, amen, amen. The the joy. It was, and you know, for the record, everyone, I, she she called me to do the video services. <laughs> I gotta say, anytime I see like friends get married. It's always dope because now, like, you're in the married friend group, yeah. and like, you feel like you have a special relationship now. And so, yeah, me it's and part Marissa, of the clan. yeah, me and Marissa <laughs> already had a dope relationship, but now, now that she has, you know, a husband, now she can really relate. So when we be talking about dang spouses, man, like, really, <laughs> <laughs> we get, we here, we here, we, yeah. we can connect. We got absolutely. a connection, absolutely. Now, <laughs> you know, for the moment, everyone's been waiting for it, man. So. First off, it was a privilege to work with you for the first time. I hope I hope that you say yes to more Day Vision films. Oh, absolutely. But Day you, Vision, that's my start. <laughs> my start, my heart. That's what I say. That's my start, my heart. Yes. Always. You have to take us back. Like, how did broadcast journalism run into being an actor? So, I know when I first got started off in broadcast journalism, I wanted to do radio. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do radio and... Um, I was really excited about it. Um, but to me, um, I've always had, 
I guess I, you could say I've always had a voice, right? Right. Um, I've, I've always known I had a voice, um, always wanted for people to hear what I'm saying, what I'm talking about, uh, what I'm an activist about. Um, I always wanted my voice to be heard. Um, but as far as it connecting with my acting, it, it really, it really didn't. Um, I guess because it, it's just so different, right? Absolutely. When I was on the radio, I had my own radio show when I was back at Arkansas State. When I was on the radio, I would just talk. I mean, we would talk about music, about things happening on campus, you know, things like that. It was almost more of like a an honest conversation with my listener. Um, where acting is like, while we're still telling a story, we can still be activists, we can still, you know, um, have our voice be heard. But at the same time, um, since it is more scripted, um, I feel more of a staged feeling, mm -hmm. right? So um, while, while we can kind of achieve the same goal, uh, from between broadcast journalism and acting and, um, you know, doing movies and shows and things like that. Um, it's just, to me, there really isn't a, a ton of crossover. Um, but I love both. I love using my voice in both. Um, I knew, uh, I kind of moved away from broadcast journalism when I knew I didn't want to do the news. Um, Same. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I knew I didn't want to do the news and that's what my school was pushing a lot of. Um, Near the end, they started pushing more social media things and things like that, you know, since technology was, and they were moving away from radio. I didn't like that. Mm. Uh, radio is my thing. Mm -hmm. um, they still have radio, but it's like, you know, with technology moving ahead, they're moving ahead as well. And I knew I didn't want to do news. I was done with that. Wow. So, big facts, big facts. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to do news. I'll never forget my <laughs> precise moment. When I was in class and I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing news. Mm -mm. I'll take this degree, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not do doing news. news. What? What was that? Do you remember that precise moment where mm. you was like, nah, this ain't it? It was more of a class. It was a class where you have to do all your news stories, mm -hmm. and I didn't like running behind people. Mm. I guess that's what it was. You you got to run behind people. Get make sure you get your questions answered, or you don't have a story. You know, facts. Begging people. I don't like begging people. So, yeah. So you, get your, you get your degree in, you make your way back to Northwest Arkansas, right? Mm -hmm. And so how how did you, before Focus, how did you get into the film world? What, what did that look like as far as acting, whether it be film or theater? So I've been acting since I was in first grade. Wow. Yeah, I had my first uh, main part in a school play in first grade. Okay. I was uh, an animal. I can't remember what animal it was. <laughs> But I was like the lead fox or something like that. I remember. Let's go. Day. And my, I have to give a huge, huge shout out to Lee Oliver. That's my mother. She pushed me from that very first play. I remember she was on me about my lines. Even the, I still remember it to this day. Even the day of the play, she brought my lines with her to sit in the, and she was literally, literally going oh, through it. Oh, she was sitting it. in the crowd making yes. sure you got it right. She was Absolutely. sitting in the crowd, going through my lines, making sure I had them all right. And um, it, but it's crazy how much um, I've grown since then. But um, I've always loved acting. I've known I've loved acting since then. Um, I kind of fell off of acting. I danced more. Mm -hmm. um, 
that's my other art. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm also a dancer. Um, so I started dancing more and I got, you know, less into the acting. But now I'm back in and I want to do both. I want to do everything. I want to model. I want to act. I want to dance. I want to do, you know, whatever it takes uh, to kind of put myself out there. Absolutely. So so let me ask this. Um, what was there anything that stopped you from going to an actual film school or were you just like, you know what, let me just go to this four year intuition or institution, excuse me, and go from there? I think my focus was different. Because you remember, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, so my focus was different. Uh, when I first decided I was going to go to school, I, I was like, okay, broadcast journalism, right? Because I was like, I want to go into the radio and everything like that. So acting wasn't really on my first brain, right? On the first part of my brain. Um, but um, another thing people may not know is focus was my first film. Um, any type of film, anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I I was honored that you know I was able to be a part of it not only just be a part of it but be the lead in it and for especially for it being my first film and I was you know acting with people who have acted before in multiple multiple projects yes so I mean it was an honor to even be there but to be the lead in it I mean it was just great and I felt so honored and I definitely didn't take it for granted I worked my butt off to remember those lines and everything like that I didn't want to you know, make it seem like to these other people who are professionals already and have done films before, um, I'm not the kind of person to stand in the background. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, that was my first film. And, uh, but as far as acting, I've been doing it since I was six. Mm. So you say, you say it wasn't your main focus and then you graduate. So you come back. What, what, what clicked that said, I got to get back into acting. I got to do it. You know what, Michael? I don't know. Really? I don't know. I saw your thing that said you were looking for actors. Cause, cause I remember, I remember even before then, we were always talking about, you know, I gotta get you in a video, or mm -hmm. you gotta do because, something. But back then, all you knew I could do was dance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was like back then, I was like, yeah, I want to do a video with Michael. You know, I'm dancing. And then uh, you had put something out and you were like, you know, I need, you know, if you act, you know, send me this, send me a headshot, whatever. And I was like, you know what? Wow. I would like to do it. Yeah, it's, it's so And crazy. I didn't know I would get the lead part. Well, see, here, here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part, because, uh, and shout out, shout out to our mutual friend, Cece. Yes, shout she, out. When I was, I was frustrated looking for the perfect <laughs> girl for the, for the role. So if y'all didn't know, um, Focus is about um, equal pay, you know, specifically for black women. And I was looking for a light-skinned woman, and we'll, we'll even get into that as to why I did that. And I, there was none in the area. You know, there were a couple people out of the state that were willing to make the drive, but it was like, I'm not making any money off this. I, can't, I don't have any money to spend, so I didn't want it to be a waste for them. And so... CC just like you ever thought about Marissa and I was like you know what yeah because we always said we were gonna work together in some form of capacity so why not and so I didn't even tell Marissa she already had the part I asked her I just asked her to audition to see what she'd say and then I think she ended up reaching out before I could even send my message and so she sent it the audition tape was great she already had the role but the audition the audition tape was really really great 
And so, you know. That was before you knew I knew, even knew anything about broadcast journalism either. Yep. And yeah. you were like, when you, when I told you that, you were like, yeah, this wow, works. really? This, this is perfect. This works. <laughs> and so it, it, was, it was real awesome trying to figure out, you know, how to get Marissa be, to be in a Davidson film. So that, that was really dope. So, so tell me, has what what has been the reception since Focus has come out? You know, we leaked it a couple times. Mm-hmm. You allow family and friends to see it. What what has been the word? I guess I'll start with premiere night because that was my favorite. That was when people that I know and love actually found out that I could act. Um, because I've spent, you know, like I told you, the majority of my, um, you know, since I've been older, since I was thirteen. I've been dancing. So that's what my family and friends know I can do. They're like, okay, so used to seeing Marissa dance, you know, this, this, that, and the other. So when I invited them all to see the movie, I don't know what they were expecting. I should have asked them that. I should have asked them, like, what they were expecting first. But so many comments I got afterward, oh, my goodness, you could really act. Like, that's what that's what a lot of people were saying. And I was like, yeah, I like to think so. You know, I try, <laughs> I try a little bit. I try a little bit. But um, just so many people's eyes were open to my other talents. And that made me happy because I work really hard. You know, if you have a talent, especially one that you really want people to see, and you work really hard on it, you want to be acknowledged. And it was, really, it was really, really nice to be acknowledged for something that I worked really hard on. Um, when we did finally get to leak it and then I, I got to show my family who's not in state or, you know, who couldn't come uh, to the uh, premiere and to the other um, other Bridges, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, Crystal Bridges yeah. one. Um, you know, the ones who didn't get to come, they were just so excited to finally get to see, especially I know my grandparents. Shout out to my grandpa, Bobby. And my grandma Carol, I know they're going to listen to this podcast because they follow, they now follow everything Michael does. My whole family does. <laughs> My whole family follows Michael Day now, and they follow everything that he does. Um, But shout out to my grandparents. They put on their own showing in their house, on their TV, on their theater TV. Um, They just, they were like, we just wanted to feel like we were at the movies, you know, to your movie. And they sent it to everybody in the family. I got so many text messages saying that, you know, they were proud of me and that, you know, they didn't know that, you know, I did things like that. It was just really, really exciting. And basically, overall, it's just been such a great reception and I'm just so happy about it. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> I, I remember I remember when you texted me, you screenshotted how um, some people felt it was like that important. So, yeah. you know, for you to feel that way and then for your folks to feel that way, like, you know, from day vision to y'all, thank y'all so much. And I gotta so so I gotta ask the the subject matter mm-hmm. with it being heavy but taken at a lightly manner the way we uh, expressed it. Talk about why you think it was good for you to accept the role because you because you could have said no. Right, absolutely. Um, I guess I could say it was important to me. I mean, it's it's my own story, right? A, a black woman in any space, any workplace, always has to worry about, um, you know, not only the equal pay, you know, which was the the big theme of the movie, um, but also how you're treated in your workplace, mm-hmm. how you have to act in your workplace, how you have to wear your hair, how you have to feel like uh, you have to, uh, quote unquote, act acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, things like that. Um, I don't know how far you want to get into it, but, you know, we can talk about her having to have her, you know, straight hair, you know, um, how, um, how when you, you might walk into uh, a meeting late and you have to explain yourself, but, you know, your white counterpart can walk into a meeting late and it's acceptable. Or um, how you have to wear your clothes and, and, and things like that. It's my own story. So that's why I felt it was important for me to accept the role because um, who better to tell the story than than me, right? Or yes, or someone like me. Absolutely. Um, because we we run into that in the film world, right? Where we have black stories. I got you know I'll say it straight up: black stories told by white people, told by Asian people, told by you know they say people of color, but we're talking about black people. Absolutely. Right. Big facts. And, and so we we get in, we get into that in the film world and, and I just thought it was so important for me to be the one to tell the story. Man, did you have fun doing it? Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> too much fun. A little too much fun. Tell me tell me your uh favorite moment. Whether it be you know, an actual Ooh, shooting, whether it be the production, <laughs> what, what was your favorite moment? Not part of the movie, your favorite moment. Okay, I was about to say, because we can talk we can talk about both. Um my favorite moment, anytime Gerard Boyd was in the room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Because honestly, there's just so many moments just with him. You remember whenever we uh, broke out into a freestyle? Yes. <laughs> uh, that was because of Jawari. Um, Jawari always trying something new. Right. But, but he... <laughs> Get you a Jawari boy to yes. get on your set. Absolutely. Yes, and absolutely get you a Jawari boy in your life. Yeah, oh, like Jawari yes. is still to this day encouraging me, you know, telling me to keep going. Always like it. Get you a Jawari boy in your life. Like, always, but yeah, anytime Jawari was around, also um, lots of bloopers. We still need our bloopers. Yeah, we I'm do. Working. I, I'm, I'm we working on bloopers. that. I'm working on that. I promise. <laughs> Man, man, absolutely. So, what was your favorite part of the movie? Of the movie, let's see. Um, oh, another favorite moment was what? What's at the end of the movie? Whenever we came up with our own dance, <laughs> sweep it up, sweep it up, song and dance, <laughs> yeah. Um, but my favorite part of the movie, uh, my favorite part that we shot was the um, after fish incident. Yeah, because that would we had to do so many takes of that. I think that was the longest take we had to do. Yeah, we had to do so many takes of that, but it was so fun because each take we were trying to say something different. We were trying to do something different, make it funny, things like that. That was fun. But then um, also um, the very emotional scene between uh, Sarah and I um, near the end of the movie. Um, that it, it's so important, and I hope everybody gets a chance to see Focus. Um, if you've seen it before, if you haven't seen it, I mean, I would say watch it a few times because I'm in the movie and I've still had to watch it a few times just to take it all in. Um, but it's it's a great scene between Sarah and I. Um, we get very emotional. But I loved shooting that because we, you know, on set we joked around, you know, we had fun, we had a great time. Um, but that was a serious moment and I felt it. And Sarah felt it. Like, we even talked about that after the fact. We were just saying, um, 
she a after each take she was like man like i really felt that like in my heart mm -hmm. and you know and and that's what we wanted Absolutely. because if, if we felt it as actors right there hopefully the people on the other side of the screen can Absolutely. see it and feel it so um I, that that was probably my favorite uh scene to shoot right man. there I remember, I remember that because at one point I thought you was talking to everybody in the room. I was like, Dang. yeah, a couple. I think it like, was, I think maybe Jawari and Caleb too. Both yeah, were like, like wow. wow. And then I was getting so into it, I was forgetting my lines and not realizing it. Like there was a couple times you were like, that's not the line, no. and I was like, I was like, wait, what? And I wouldn't remember it because I was just so into what I was doing, Absolutely. so into it. It was, it was good, but I learned a lot. I think I learned a lot shooting that scene alone. So, yeah. random, top three movies, go. Woo! Top three movies, okay. Uh, I'm going to say, and I always say this, Friday Trilogy. <laughs> That's not, I know it's three movies, but Friday Trilogy. Okay. Um, ATL, my favorite Covenant of Age film. And uh, I go back and forth on my third one, but I love Law Abiding Citizen. Have you ever seen that movie? I haven't. What? You know what? People people think like because you're a filmmaker, you've seen all these movies. Come on, man, I'm, Jamie I'm a, Fox. I'm a late bloomer, but I will. I'll, that's that's another one I have to watch. That's another one I have to watch. I hey, promise I will. But it's cold. Like when I tell you that movie will literally make your brain explode. Mm. Like you're like, wait, what? Mm. A smart criminal. I love and, a smart. And criminal. I love Jamie Fox. So that's that's perfect for me. So. What advice do you have for a person who, just like yourself, who got into acting, stopped, but now, you know, you're in your 20s, people say you should have a career, but, you know, you, you took the gamble and said, I'm going I'm to start a short film. What advice do you have for people who, who wants to take that gamble like you did? I would say just go for it. Absolutely just go for it. Um... Because had I not taken a, a leap of faith, I just, I wouldn't be here. Like, I, I wouldn't have been taking those first steps um, to make a career out of this. And, and now, you know, I haven't really done um, a whole lot since Focus, but it's, it's building on my resume. And I'm taking, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm starting a vlog and I'm wanting to do other things. It, it's helping me come out of my shell a little bit more. Um, so if you want to do it, I would say just take a leap. If you see an audition, just go. Um, that's what I've been telling myself lately. Um, I have been to a couple auditions. I haven't gotten it, but that's fine. Um, because in, in my eyes, just going to an audition, that's practice. Um, and you can never practice too much. Absolutely. So um, I would say just go for it. Um, it's helped me a lot as well, like in my dancing, like to keep going. Because if I improve my dancing and I improve my acting, that helps me out in the world when I'm auditioning because I have two things under my belt. Absolutely. Um, so just go for it. I still have a career um, because, I mean, acting ain't paying the bills just yet. <laughs> um, but uh, if, you know, if acting's not going to pay the bills right off the bat, then, you know, keep your career, keep your job. But most of my acting stuff has been on weekends, has been in, at night, has been, you know, things like that. So just, just take the leap. Take the leap. Mm. So, what what's next for Marissa? 
Well, I'm going to be enjoying my married life for a little bit. Amen. <laughs> um, but I do want to do some more auditions. Um, I want to... I want to start working like more on my monologues, things like that, um, just to help myself improve. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to take every audition opportunity I can see. Um, I want to try to get with an agency. I haven't really tried very hard. I'm sure I can get with one, but I haven't tried very hard. Um, but I should probably try harder. <laughs> well, Marissa, thank you so much uh, for stopping by. Thank you for having lunch with me. Yeah, no it problem. It is always good to catch up. Uh, congratulations on the marriage. Thank you. Will we, will we, will we see you on another day vision set? If you'll have me. Hey, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> big, big shout out to Marissa. Like I said, when we decide to drop focus, please go uh, watch that. It will be available on YouTube. Um, check out her, her, her debut. Can't tell us a debut, people. I promise. Um, that is all for this episode, this segment. Thank y'all so much for joining us. And until next time, here at Day Vision, content loaded.